This podcast contains explicit language. Viewer discretion is advised. This week on the Mount Jackson Podcast. The second least watched Raw in history. Cross meets spades as a storm brews in NXT. And just when you thought Enzo Moore couldn't be a bigger joke. Turn it to a limb with my consensual penis. It's time to take it to the max. Podcast, the house that Dazzy Dangerously built, along with the Walking Wrestling Cheat Sheets Encyclopedia, whatever you want to call him, he's also an knowledge champion, Mike Larkin. I ain't no Bill Cosby, bitch. Ugh. It's the 24th anniversary of wrestling. <sighs> Alright, after watching that, can we please not hire that guy? I know WWE will probably <laughs> stay away from him. Can we just not hire that guy? The man went from how you doing to my consensual penis. And I'm reincarnated. Fucking using his Twitter handle, Real One, as his fucking rap name. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, luckily, luckily he hasn't had the displeasure of listening to this, quote, rap. But joining us this week is the current Iron Bank contract holder, The Phoenix. How you doing? How no, you do, don't do that Phoenix. to me. <laughs> How you doing, Phoenix? Since the song is called Phoenix, it's the rise of the Phoenix. Yo, my accuser, she lives in Phoenix. What's up, Phoenix? Is is that rap really that diabolical? It's Lying very, bitch very diabolical. Consensual penis, I'm reincarnated. Coming to my funeral. Roses. Woo! Apparently it's just because uh, the girl that made the accusations is from Phoenix, Arizona. And the only reason she didn't come out sooner about it was because, uh, you know, he was still in Phoenix for a few days. After it supposedly happened. He's calling her a lying hoe. Like, that's nice. She, uh, she repeated... Uh, uh, Responded on Twitter or something like that as well. Uh, Instagram, I think she closed everything yeah. else. Yeah. Um, well, well, now that it's been dismissed, I can honestly say I never believed her. But on the other side, Enzo's a fucking dick. Hmm. What is consensual I, I, penis? I know he's trying to be the big guy and sound clever, but he's just making himself look like more of a dick. He's ma- he's making himself look like a consensual hmm. penis. I, I think I think that's why it, you know he was it was it was he was released you know it wasn't just because of the allegations it was because you know he's just an all-round dickhead. I mean, how many people did he piss? How many people did he piss off backstage? 
Yeah, maybe they were just looking for a reason to release him. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yes, it was bad to tell them, but it's like they gave him a reason because he was a dickhead. And here's a reason for us to fire him. So they did. And now Impact, please do not pick him up. Don't pick that man up. I don't, well, as much of a dickhead as he is, I don't think he would. Do you know why? Why? Because he's got a, because he's got a fucking brain. Yes. Well, that's well, debatable. Well, yeah. what's Ferrari Amore doing in the impact zone? God. Who? Well, speaking of that. That's a new name, Ferrari Amore. <laughs> speaking of that, just because Chris Jericho retweets a tweet talking about, you know, oh, come to impact doesn't mean he's actually going to impact wrestling. Oh, I'm surprised they haven't already started rumors that Vince McMahon's going to impact wrestling just because he's allowed TNA footage on the WWE network. Shut oh, up. Him and, him and Don Callis are friends and oh, we could see Chris Jericho against Austin Aries or Sammy Callahan okay. or not. Okay, Jericho won't go to impact. You know why? Cuz he's got a fucking brain. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, once upon a time we were impact fanboys, but God, I'm sure we were never this naive. No. No, it's just it's ridiculous. Oh, and then we see, like I'm telling you right now, I don't think Tessa Blanchard is long for that company. When a fan asked Charlotte Flair who would she want to wrestle outside of WWE, and Charlotte says Tessa Blanchard, and then Tessa Blanchard responds to that Twitter with that tweet with, you know, I pray this match happens, and then she goes on Busted Open, and pretty much Mark Henry is lobbying her to come to the WWE, and she's heartbroken at the fact that WWE turned her down. I can tell you right now, she's not long for Impact Wrestling. No, I was going to say, I've seen a lot of reports this week about how upset she was she didn't um, get accepted in WWE. Mm -hmm. But But Impact is where it's at, people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say that with a straight face. Well, that's exactly what I said. I'm watching the promo, Phoenix. And she's talking about, well, Impact is the place everybody wants to be. I'm like, I know they told you to say that, but you can honestly believe in your heart of hearts that this is the company that everybody wants to be. When this guy left, that girl left, hey, so-and-so hey, left. Remember when they were going to sign Ishimori and now he's in the Bullet Club? Fucking Ishimori <laughs> is in the Bullet Club and he fought Will Ospreay. Was it last year that all the departees had to go on to two pages? Just to, just to fit them on. Yeah. Just two screenshots. Yeah. And you're telling me that it's the place to be? It's the place Fuck to be. Fuck off. EC3 and Bobby Lashley were never going to leave Impact. <sighs> that was a lead balloon going down, by the way. <clears throat> it's just, yeah, that's what we had. Oh, and we had the besides with another Q&A besides Tessa Blanchard and Charlotte and all that. One John Cena was asked which NXT superstar he wants to face, and he picked none other than the Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, saw I that. don't want to see it. I don't want to see it because um, I I like EC, um, I like Velveteen Dream doing well for himself at the moment. Mm-hmm. And we all know what happens when you face yeah. John Cena. Yeah, yeah no, it seems cliche. to be doing the same with uh, Roman Reigns, doesn't it? Yeah. I suppose. Well, different is he beat Cena. But I know it's a cliche, but look at Bray I mean, Wyatt. I mean, because uh, Cena's part-time now, isn't he? So usually the, I don't know, the, the big test, if you will, will be probably be Roman Reigns. 
Yeah, Cena's busy fixing his um, very scripted life. Yeah. I gotta pretend I'm with John, but I'm not with John. I feel like I'm living in a fake life. You are. It's called reality TV. There was a picture of the two of them together a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you saw it. Not all things are working. Everyone jumped on the bandwagon. And then that's when it's sick in. Oh, it's it's all scripted. It was a screen. Oh, you didn't know that already? <laughs> well, then we had the other two things this week. Number one, I'm going to say this right now. Of course, Rebby Hardy likes Enzo Amore's new song. Well, from one gobshite to another. Yes. Because, <laughs> of course, Rebby Hardy likes it. And then number two, old Destiny Wrestling there in the UK pretty much tweeted, well, Impact is not WWE UK, because, you know, as we all know, Joe Henry is going to be working Impact's tapings on June 1st and 2nd, which, good for Joe Henry. I like Joe Henry, but okay. So that's very nice to know, Impact. You got a UK talent. And Defiant Wrestling pretty much responded, well, Impact is not WWE UK. No, WWE UK has a division, and out of all the UK people you got, all you guys got is Joe Henry. WWE has Pete Dunne. Friggin' Kenny Williams, um, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, the list goes on and on. And we're going to see a lot of great talent in the UK tournament. And you guys got Joe Henry. That's it. They can it's also, like when you talk to. Yeah, I'm sorry. They can also sell tickets by themselves. Yes. And then you <laughs> then talk about the talent that you have with no whatever. You guys had Ishimori. You guys don't have Ishimori anymore. <laughs> then you talk about AAA. Well, you had friggin' uh, Laredo Kid. You guys had Fantasma. And you guys had uh, Garza Jr. Well, Laredo Kid went back to Mexico. Fantasma was with Lucha Underground. And Garza Jr. signed with the WWE. You know why? Because they are hard enough. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, Joe Henry, what do you think about Joe Henry doing the impact tapings? Uh, it's alright for a little bit of money, I suppose, but obviously he's not going to stay there forever. How about you, Phoenix? Yeah, pretty much the same. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I just thinking, I know how they're going to write him off, or they're just going to issue, they're going to be another feast of fire type of thing. Or... No, yeah, because you never get a proper send off in impact, it's always a stupid. Oh, they got a briefcase mm. and now they're fired. Or st- uh, loser leaves. Yeah. Kurt Angle. Uh, yeah. Loser's banned from TNA or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we've said before, Kurt Angle's the only one that's ever really got a real proper send-off from Impact. Everybody else is mm. like, oh, he's lost a match and now he's gone. Yeah. Well, to also say this about that as well, to wrap that up, well, number one, uh, Impact Wrestling did come out the Eddie... Kingston, who is back with LAX, is not signed there full time or has a full like you know time contract because of course he doesn't. He's only working like a few dates. Whoa, because... whoa, whoa, whoa. Impact do full time contracts? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so it turns out that Eddie Kingston is not signed to a full fledged contract, just the day to day one. Which, yeah, <laughs> uh, and then it turns out that this coming Monday they're going to be holding a Slammiversary pay per view press conference. And do you know when it's taking place at Daz in Phoenix? Um, well, they can't the same tour shed. garage anymore. Well, we the are same gonna... tour shed that hosted Bound for Glory. Well, we're going to be in Toronto for 
for uh, Slammiversary, which is in July, which, you know, last time I checked, their first show was in June, so why wouldn't you do a show in June? But, hey, that that's just me. What what the hell do I know? So, Impact, on Monday, June 4th, the company will hold a Slammiversary pay-per-view press conference at the Real Sports Bar and Grill. Oh, my God. In Toronto. <laughs> why don't you just hold it in Boulder <laughs> Creek, son? Boulder Creek TV, son, yeah. Just hold no, it in Boulder gonna... Creek Steakhouse. It, it's bold. It's at the real sports bar and grill, you guys. <sighs> you're you're going to hold a press conference for your biggest pay-per-view of the year. Well, one of them. In a bar. Well, it's one of the real only sport... freaking pay-per-views of the year for them. Oh yeah, that's well. This well, the actual spot that they have it in Toronto is actually it's a very nice nightclub seat venue. I was actually I told you I've seen the picture of the venue. It's actually very nice. But yes, their press conference is at a bar and grill. Just put that company out of its misery and let it die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Speaking of uh, Chris Jericho liking things, he also liked uh, Real One's rap. Or the post I put up on Instagram. Consensual penis. He's fucking crazy. <sighs> now, um, we can't really go on to any positivity because we've still got WWE to talk about. Um, <laughs> I mean, Raw was worse last week. It was a little more watchable this week, but still nothing special. I didn't. I haven't even seen the third hour. I've only seen the first two hours because I, I, nah, I ain't watching a freaking barbecue. It was funny when DX did it. It was bad, man. It was just bad. It turned into a food fight, and you know the uh, beat team putting. I think out. that was. I think that whole segment was just a waste of time because he couldn't be asked to put anything decent together or half decent. Well, they couldn't think of anything, so they just threw that together and just to waste everyone's time. And I think it's just a setup so B team can win the battle royal, and we get the B team versus Matt and Bray for the tag title. Uh, that mm-hmm. I'm okay with. Um, I just wish they could have done it some better way. I like, just go to the battle royal next week. We don't need to see a stupid freaking food fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we can see Rhino just eating the food and just being all happy, and then he gets put through the table. Like, who cares? All Rhino does on WWE TV now is eat food in the background. Do you remember him with the cheese and crackers? Oh, yeah, but that's what they're doing. <laughs> it's just... The only, to be honest with you, the only team I've been, like, really enjoying in that tag team division is Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, uh, they are working well together. Um, it's I'm kind of yeah. glad that McIntyre's kind of taken the lead and... Ziggler's the sidekick. Well, yeah, then Drew gets the one over Gable, and I'm going to say it. I think we're going to get the reuniting of American Alpha against Ziggler and McIntyre. Yeah. Of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, the, the, the gauntlet match I wasn't interested in because I'm sick of multi-woman matches just for the hell of it. If you're going to have a women's match, have it mean something. Don't just throw them all together because you can't think of anything. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, guys, I think that what they did was fine. Liv Morgan was in there for, like, two seconds, which was fine. And then 
Sarah yes. Logan came out, and then she got pinned by Bailey. Then they get and Bailey gets beat down by Logan and Morgan. Then Ruby Riot beats her. Then Ruby Riot beats Dana Brooke, and then Mickey James, the hometown girl, gets a nice little show against Ruby Riot. And then Sasha Banks is wins and makes Ruby Riot tap. Personally, I think Ruby Riot should have won, but that's not the direction they went. They put Sasha in the match, so okay. Because of course. Because yeah. of course. Mm. A lot of people apparently aren't happy with um, the the results of it. Well, I saw a lot of people complimenting Ruby Riot, and yeah. this was before I knew the results of the actual match. Obviously, because I didn't see it, so I just assumed Ruby Riot won. Um, yeah, but I mean, she has just come off a title feud on SmackDown, which felt kind of rushed. So I can understand mm. if they're making it take a time on Raw. Which is fine, because that whole booking of her and Charlotte for the Women's Championship was, yeah. Like you, like you mentioned, it was rushed. It's like, why am I invested into this? They actually make you get invested there. Absolutely. Now, Sasha and Bailey, I don't know, are they, are they still bickering or what? Well, they did the whole thing where I think Phoenix as you saw, bringing the whole, oh, you know, well, that brings me to Sasha. She said her name is on that contract. No, that contract reads Bailey, and I'm going to win it. <laughs> and we saw how that turned out. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't really matter anyway, because we all know who's winning the, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Because who's <laughs> competing for the women's championship at Money in the Bank? Oh, man, that poor girl. This is my theory, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> that poor girl, poor... Poor for those that don't know, that was Maddie Max, who's a local talent in uh, North Carolina. She got squashed by Nia Jax. Want to put the arm bar on me, uh, uh, Ronda? Why don't you come save her, Ronda? And then here comes Ronda Rousey strolling down there. And then pretty much Nia Jax actually cut one of her best promos talking about, that's the face? That's cute. And she just walked away from her. You know what's funny? The entire feud between Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax was built on anti-bullying and after she won the title Nia Jax made this big emotional speech about anti-bullying this week she bullies yeah. a young girl and then taunts Ronda Rousey while she's doing it somebody had to be the heel and it wasn't going to be Ronda no but it's double standards I mean one minute I she's anti-bullying the next minute she's the bully but... maybe Alexa was right <laughs> maybe there is some truth to what she was saying yeah, yeah. Those, uh, what was it, Moment of Bliss? Yeah, like yeah, maybe Moment she did uh, walk around Disneyland making fun of her height. Mm. It all comes full circle. It does, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, so... Speak- oh, I'm sorry, man. I was going to say, speaking of full circle, Sammy, I'm going to apologize you for I did the money in the bank. <sighs> Fucking, I don't care about Bobby Lashley versus Sammy Zayn. I don't care. Somehow, Impact made me care about Bobby Lashley. Well, they'd be able to destroy her, and he's fucking killing people. And he, I know he can have a match with a guy half his size, and I'm sure it'll be a great match, but it's just like, after what happened last week with, with the guys dressed as the girls, and then this week where he's apologizing and blah, 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 I'm going to lube kick his head off, and then just, I don't but, care. That build-up has been so shit. It has. I don't care. I don't want to see Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. I thought Seth and Jinder had a very good match, but I still don't want to see Roman versus Jinder, and Roman wasn't even on the show this week. Maybe so, that's why uh, it was a little uh, more watchable than last week. Yeah. I agree. You know, I uh, I agree with that. Like in his first run in WWE, then yeah, he was pretty impressive, and he made. And then in Impact, 
he was just a dominant force, more or less. And then, and now he's back, he's done WWE, and he just don't care. And here's the thing, Phoenix, I was mentioning this to Daz the other week. This is actually mm. Bobby Lashley's first pay-per-view matchup, one-on-one, I should say, since the Great American Bash 07, where he fought Cena. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, then after that, um, he left. Kennedy, he, he, yeah, well, and Kennedy injured him, torn his rotator cuff or something like that. Yeah, he fought Kennedy, and that was pretty much the end of Poppy Lashley. Then he went to, you know, he did some MMA. Then he went to Impact, and then he went back to MMA. Then he went back to Impact, and then he now he's back here. And I, and I, and I realized that Ken, Kennedy injured two people in 2007 uh, in the shoulder. Well, then again, but then again, the one with Cena wasn't really Kennedy's fault. Yeah. Oh. Then again, Mr. Well, yeah, then again, this is Mr. Kennedy we're talking about, Mr. Injury Prone himself. Yeah. What He's a, a ring announcer of boxing now, isn't he? I, I always no thought idea. he'd end up commentating or announcing. Yes. He's a, a boxing announcer. Oh, that's cool, man, and that's what I'm saying. I think that's fine for him. Well, he isn't a great announcer, and he was great in that role, so yeah. And then you got Jack Swagger doing MMA now. Uh, obviously, there's... There's always been this buzz about Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar happening, and if WWE were actually planning that, there ain't no way they're doing it anytime soon with the way they're booking Lashley right now. That's so damn unfortunate, man. It just it the but, whole just blows. Yeah, I don't see it happening at SummerSlam, and you know honestly, I don't see Brock staying until WrestleMania. Yeah, so we're probably never gonna see it. Um, so. Either never going to see it, or they're probably going to put it for a, a second-rate pay-per-view, if you will. Well, well yes. if it ever does happen, it should take place as an mm. MMA fight anyway, because if you look at the real stats, Bobby Lashley's got more MMA fights than Brock's got wins. Which is true, but the thing with that whole thing is they want to make Brock Lesnar possibly the champion until after next year's WrestleMania, have him have a very, very long reign. Because they want to break CM Punk's record. They're already going to break it at Money in a Bank. Just take it off him. Oh, well, they're dickheads. I don't need another year I, of Brock. I don't count Brock's title reign as breaking Punk's record. I don't. I don't. Well, yeah, it's a different title, but still. They're, they're, it's, they're it's, not going to specify which title it is. They're just going to say, longest reigning champion in the last blah, blah, blah. And I'll keep uh, tweeting bullshit to yeah. whoever says it. <laughs> oh, well... Speaking of I'm something, okay. the only person I can see, the only person I see, or, or <clears throat> I'll, I'll count as breaking punch record is the WWE champion at the minute. That could be AJ Styles. And I'd yeah. be fine with that. You know who should have broken it? Who? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Exactly. Well, I'm I, about to say, speaking of not bullshit, like we mentioned Seth Rollins, I love the whole Brock who uh, hashtag on Twitter. <laughs> and like I said, it's going to be Seth <laughs> Brock, it's come. We gotta get Seth and Brock for the title. I love I actually, Seth Rollins so much right now. Uh, I I honestly believe that they were probably that they were planning for Seth to break Punk's record, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, he got injured. Damn it, Kane! Damn it, Kane! But yeah, well, something I don't blame, man. I gotta say, I did enjoy the opening segment. We got Braun yeah. Strowman, Mister Monster in the Bank. <laughs> 
and he's going to get these hands. And just, I thought the whole dichotomy and dynamic there was great. Then Finn Balor comes out, and obviously we're going to get the rematch, and Kevin Owens cheering. Yeah, that's right, Finn. Go get him. Sure the best. Come on, bro. Go get him. Yeah, you go, monster in the brain. Show what he is. He said this about you. Fight him. I like how they were he was putting them both together. Kevin Owens is the man. Yeah. I'll say this. Uh, uh, big up for Finn for the big slap in the face. But he's got to stop that bloody smile. smile. Either turn him here or have him drop that fucking smile. It annoys the hell out of me. He smiles. It annoys me. Yeah. Or go and slap him in the face and get thrown across the ring. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, no idea what to do with Finn. He's just sort of generic at the minute. Um, <clears throat> sort of there for the sake of being there. Yeah. Um, I'd... I don't so, know, when was the last yeah, time we saw the gimmick? Was the match against AJ, wasn't it? The right. the, the demon gimmick. The, the demon, yeah. <sighs> Either do that full-time or just do, as you said, turn him heel because this whole generic baby face, regular guy in a leather jacket ain't doing anything. Well, you mentioned a key word there, Daz. Not doing anything. And Bobby Roode has gone from glorious to glory oh. hole because he took another loss to Kevin Owens. I gotta say though, I kind of enjoyed the match this week. It wasn't I a bad too. match. I did too, but of course Bobby Roode loses again. He's probably gonna lose again next week because he's fighting Braun Strowman next week. Yeah, I mean, I'm. It was they were backed into a corner really because I'm glad Kevin Owens win won, but at the same time, I'm not glad that Bobby Roode lost. And he's freaking cheering Braun. Yeah, you go get him, Braun. You go get him, and then he gets killed I'm, himself. I'm... The only way they could have ended that to protect both of them would have had Braun interrupt the match and then drop them both. Yeah. At least neither one of them lose the match then. Oh, yeah. Now we got Bobby and uh, Braun next week. We got Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. We got the Tag Team Battle Royal. And we got Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey's BFF Natalia. Future Money in the Bank winner. Who yeah. will cost Who will cost Ronda the title? Trust the me. thing is, though, man... <sighs> That match does not need the championship. If they do Natty and Ronda, which is the match, yeah. that match doesn't need the title. Exactly. So Natalia costs her the championship, stabs her in the back, and then we get a grudge match. Simple. Of course. But, but no. Uh, yeah, that, that's an idea that we consider good, so WWE aren't going to do that. <laughs> no, because because Vince doesn't listen to the audience. He tells them oh, what he does. He wants. If you listen to Stephanie. I think was it was it the uh, Jericho podcast? Was, uh, Vince Vince pays attention to what the people say. He really takes their their opinion uh, to heart. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. When she was on the live Chris Jericho podcast on the network. Yeah. And even Vince said, "Oh, you know, I I put my ego, which is sizable, to one side and try and give the audience what they want." Do you fuck? My ass. My ass. Do you fuck? You know. Instead of listening to what we want, you're trying to tell us what we want. But that's Vince, and that's always been Vince. The only difference is we actually liked what he what he wanted us to like about twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, something that has not really been getting liked. Well, poor Ascension again. They lose. They will not rise. They will lose to Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Ah, uh, man. <laughs> Who the hell did the Ascension piss off backstage? <laughs> they, they've been in the same position for about two years, just jobbing. 
They are the they from the dom- tag team division. They got the so they went from the most dominant team on NXT to the About weakest dominant on, the, on the. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk well, about that, man? Well, then again, Gilbert was champion, lightweight champion yeah. for a while, wasn't he? <laughs> that is true. For over two years, right? Yeah. Then he lost to the SA Rios. <clears throat> I mean, you want to talk about dominant? How about the guitar shot from Elias to Seth Rollins? Oh, that was sick. So now we're going to get a Seth Rollins Elias feud for the Intercontinental Championship, it looks like. Yeah, which I'm, I'm cool with. I don't, know if it, I don't know if it'll be next week, but I think it'll be um, whenever. Seth uh, is able, like maybe two weeks. Yeah, if not, yeah, they'll probably build bank. up an injury next week. But yeah, if it's mm-hmm. not money in the bank, I do. Then we have extreme rules, or not so extreme rules, as we call it, <laughs> or uh, some. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with that feud. I'm a fan of both of them. Um, only downside is we kind of know Elias is going to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I don't want Seth Rollins' reign to end anytime soon. I want it to run as long as possible. Uh, maybe until Dean Ambrose is healthy. Which he, he probably is healthy. They're just not... We haven't seen anything of him. He turned up at... Um... Or hockey. Whatever. Uh, he was at a game. When's he due to be back? When's he due to be back? Is it no around idea. October or something? Um, they never gave us a time frame, did they? No, they didn't. So we've got no idea so when he's like... coming back. Eight months or so was it? I think. I was think. Uh, I'm thinking. Just before the rumble, obviously, because he missed out on it. Yeah. So. Uh, possibly. SummerSlam, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a weird one with Ambrose because he's um, a bit of a private person as well, so nobody knows what's going on. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, Just, not, not a lot else happened. I mean, Jinder Mahal, as we mentioned with Rollins, had a, had a decent match. I mean, Roman had the week off because it was his birthday, so he went to see his family, but Seth Rollins wrestled on his birthday and had a, a solid match again. Yeah, but like I said, man, like last week with Raw, I've just been kind of meh with how Raw is. I mean, next week should be okay. We have four huge matchups announced, like we mentioned. It's just, it was meh again, man. Once we got to SmackDown, I was happy again, but, you know, hey, yeah. it was Raw was meh. It was meh, they night roll. Meh, they night roll. Nah, I'm just taking a look at the Money in the Bank card. Again, there's, there's nothing really special. Lashley and Zane, just a regular match. Uh, Roman and Mahal, just a regular match. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, we've got the two ladder matches, and there's the last man standing match for the WWE Championship. Obviously, there's no Universal Championship on the line. Because, of course, why would there be? <laughs> oh, by the way, how about Nakamura counting to 10 and then beating up the perfect 10, Ty Dillinger? Hey, Ty Dillinger, it's nice to see you work here still. Uh, I, I was waiting for uh, Nakamura to go, I just kick Stan. <laughs> I just kick Stan. <laughs> oh, speaking of someone who should just be kicked, man, I don't give a rat's ass about big casts. I'm nope. sorry. I know he's back, but I just don't give a damn. He came back too soon. He hurts himself, and he's cleared. But you do realize we're going to get probably round two of him and Daniel Bryan at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Um, how last week we were looking forward to Bryan and Joe so much, and then they yeah. fuck it up and add big cast to it. 
I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but come on, just give us Joe and Brian. We haven't seen that match in 12 years. That's the last time they wrestled each other. One-on-one was 12 years ago. Yeah. And then we get that. And we mentioned Nakamura beating Ty. And to be honest, I'm kind of, I kind of like it. I thought it was fine. I mean, it builds up the last man standing, which, by the way, who called that a couple weeks ago? Watch, it'll be a last man standing match. That would yeah, be me. Because it's so, going to end in a double knockout. Exactly. <laughs> or they'll kick each other in the ding-ding again, and then, hey. <laughs> but fucking, yeah, man. You it's know, just. There was one thing disappointing about the uh, Nakamura-Dillinger match. What's that? It didn't last 10 minutes. I know. It was just over a minute short. Mm. I mean, Phoenix, as, as someone who has been checking this out as well, and as, as you and I, we all enjoy New Japan, the rivalry with Nakamura and Styles, how do you feel that the Nakamura-Styles feud has been going? And are you looking forward to last uh, Yeah, but, I mean, it's a great concept, like, it is actually something that the fans wanted, shockingly. You know, we always wanted Nakamura versus Styles. But the way they've booked it has been disappointing. <laughs> the way they've booked the build-up for each match and the way each match has ended in, like, a double count-out or, you know, yeah. uh, whatever. You know, it's, that's the disappointing part. The book in itself has been a kick in the balls. Yeah, it's a kick in the ding ding, man. It's, it's now, um, don't worry, Phoenix. I'm not going to talk about the Miz too much because I was a bit disappointed with the <laughs> six man tag. Yeah, yeah it, it it was just a six man tag, and that was it. Nothing really special. Um, although I will say, Kofi Kingston is showing his worth again. Like last week, leapfrogging off Cesaro. This week, he was doing some more crazy flying shit. Um, so if the rumors are true that New Day are breaking up soon, then I can see Kofi having a good run. Now, you know why I had to laugh? Just because we're talking about The Miz, Phoenix's favorite wrestler. Oh, Now, you see, I did enjoy him warming up and dodging the pancakes with one Cesaro and Sheamus in the back there. <laughs> I thought the match was okay, and Biggie, Biggie, Biggie got his revenge, and Biggie looks to be the man and the money in the bank for the new day. He was assaulted by breakfast food. He was. Yes, he was. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, uh, so, Phoenix, I have to ask, what do you think about Miz dodging them pancakes, man? Worst, most waste of time ever. This is why I love my boy, the Phoenix, just because. Sure, just surely, surely that was Bobby it, Lashley's sisters. It made no sense. Well, speaking of something that makes no sense. Speaking of something that makes no sense, they cut... What they advertised online as Carmella versus Asuka on SmackDown for the Women's Championship, and we got Asuka versus the goddess that is Mandy Rose. Eh, no complaints. No complaints? Um, I thought it was. We're still, we're still getting the match at uh, Money in the Bank. Yes, but I like the stare down, and I know Butcher is not the biggest Carmella fan, but I think Carmella's doing her oh, job. Oh, yeah, that stare down was done very well. Like, maybe went on a blip bit too long it got a little awkward in the last few seconds but um and just in case you guys didn't know carmella beat charlotte fair twice yeah twice. she beat her twice i mean she's twice as good as asuka um she is. <clears throat> the good thing i like about carmella's run is she's not she's um still showing some confidence like most heel champions they're cowards they run away 
but she got right in Asuka's face all on her own. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's refreshing now, to see a confident heel. Speaking of confidence, what did you guys think? Phoenix, Daz, what did you guys think of the club? Talk about the good brothers are going to come for the bludgeon brothers and they're going to take the tag titles of money in the bank and then the bludgeon brothers appear and they're going to liquefy and destroy or whatever they're going to do to the, the good brothers. How do you liquefy a body? I, I don't know, but apparently <laughs> they are. Um, I hope they don't actually go with the team name of good brothers because it sounds kind of corny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure we'll be treated to a nice little brutal ground and pound match between quote the good brothers and the bludgeon brothers but yeah phoenix, how do you liquefy a body what'd you think of the promo phoenix for looking for liquefying bodies i i um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of something you may not know but you mean you know i got no problem with it booty shaking Earthquaking, Naomi and Lana in a dance off. Lana did better. Why? I'm going to say it. Lana did better. Well, Lana was a dancer in the background for Pitch Perfect there. Naomi is a former Orlando Magic cheerleader and a background dancer as well for Flo Rida. Um, I like the fact that they did the kid in play and then Lana hit her with the neckbreaker. Go ahead. But what's, uh, you know, being a background dancer and whatever in the past got to do with wrestling? <sighs> Because they're dancing, and Naomi can oh, dance and yeah. shake that booty. I suppose choreography. I don't care about that. <laughs> I know, I, but I'm trying want, to explain the dance. When I tune, when I tune in, I want to see wrestling, not fucking dancing. Remember, um, oh shit, what's her name? Uh, blah blah blah. blah. Candice Michelle used to be a uh, dancer. She was. Very good one at that. But I got to say, I got no problem with Candace Michelle either. My goodness. With uh, that wand and the whole thing. Yeah. But, she was in dodgeball. Oh, Fucking you see, You see, Des, you're just bringing up so just some great... Just, <laughs> mm. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. You can dodge a ball. What? Is, is, it, is, it, good to, is it good to drink my pee? No, but I like the taste and it's stale. <laughs> but yeah, so... I remember she was a dodgeball as a dancer, but will we lead to a tag team matchup next week as it's going to be Jimmy and, and uh, Naomi against Aiden English and Lana? This this I don't understand because we've got husband and wife on one side, and on the other side, instead of husband and wife, we've got wife and husband's friend. We got homies. That's what I, we got. We got husband and wife against homies. Not husband and wife and versus husband and wife, but husband and wife and homies, which I still don't get the homies of because Lana implemented and the implications of her actions were the fact that Aiden English is holding him down, but then all of a sudden they're homies and Lana is the best Lana number one. Again, yes. doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense at all. Phoenix, what do you think about the mixed tag team matchup? I... Uh, I I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> to be honest, though, I'm glad that they didn't break up with Seven Eight in English because I'm kind of enjoying this little trio they've got going. Well, yeah. well, we get kind of a duo also next week, guys, because we get Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Because hey, look to your left. I am going to win the Money in the Bank ladder match. I came close, and I'm going to win it. All I see is a wall. All I see is a wall, yes. And then, hey, remember PCB? 
Do you really have to? <laughs> yeah. You gotta bring up PCV. But I, know, okay. I know what I remember. Submission Sorority. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Charlotte Becky Lynch next week. Kevin, and Kevin, she... we gotta change her name. Why? Look at this website. <laughs> oh, well then, maybe you shouldn't go to SashaBanks.com. Woo! <laughs> Guys. Holy crap. Guys. <laughs> so much now, so fucking we got Andrade coming out of the locker room oh Sin Cara how nice to see you Mi Amigo we still work here hey Andrade what's going on how you doing don't you talk to my client that way and then Andrade insults him in Spanish now we talked last week we'd like to see Andrade and Jeff Hardy for the United States Championship yeah. but for the love of God if Andrade Cien Almas' debut matches against Sin Cara at the pay-per-view uh, uh, at least it'll be over quickly. Yes. I'll probably, probably just have a regular match next week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hope. I don't know what um Alma said to him in Spanish, but I'd imagine it was something like, you're not the Sin Cara I remember. Well. <laughs> well, speaking of Jeff Hardy, he worked the dark match this week for SmackDown. He beat Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, US title match. Shelton <clears throat> Benjamin. <laughs> And speaking of dark matches, um, there was there was also a women's championship match as a dark match. So do you now know that Carmella has beat Charlotte Flair three times? Woo! Three times. That means she's three times as good as Asuka. Well, speaking of three times, we had three men in the ring. What you guys think of Joe, Cass, and Daniel Bryan in the Money in the Bank qualifier? Yeah, I mean, like we said, the match wasn't bad. Yeah. I just wish it could have been just Joe and Bryan. Yeah, because mm. Daniel Bryan with the running knee, then he gets choked out. I mean, Bryan was on fire for the match, though. Like, every time it was just Joe and Cass in the ring, Daniel Bryan just flies out of nowhere, screaming his head off like a madman. <laughs> oh, pay suicida! <laughs> Kamikaze, <laughs> Kamikaze Bryan. Yeah, he was Kamikaze Bryan. <laughs> Kamikaze Bryan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only only nitpick is I think he could have come up with a better insult than, you know, next time you mention my wife and kid, I'm going to break your leg. I mean, he could have said, I'm going to kick your fucking head in. Well, this You're is... You're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we are TVPG, and unfortunately he can't say that. Nah, now, we, let's, new, let's put him on this, camp WWE, that's mature. Now, if this was New <laughs> Japan, it'd be a different story. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, speaking of WWE, can't WWE, did you see this latest episode, Daz? No, I was busy watching um, NXT, and this is going to surprise people, 205 Live this morning. Okay. Well, first of all, check out Camp WWE. I'm not going to spoil it, but... Was it the finale, did you say? This, the finale's this Sunday. Ah, ah, okay. So, at least I haven't missed the whole series yet. At 205 Live, <laughs> we, saw, we saw the continuation of the feud. It looks like we're going to get the Lucha House Party against Drew Gulak, Brian Kendrick, and Gentleman Jack Gallagher. And Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy had a hell of a match for the Cruiserweight Championship. Yes, it was. And that, that was the only reason I tuned in, because everybody was talking about how good it was last night. So I watched it this morning. And yes, good match. Phoenix, um, did you see the match? Which match? Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight Championship. I think you said 205 and he no. tuned out. <laughs> oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I don't watch 205. Okay, but it was a good match. That, If yeah. I was to recommend anything, Phoenix, check out the match. It was very, very good. All right. Um, All right. Okay, so what was Camp WWE? I don't mind spoilers. 
No, nah, it's okay. This one was pretty much the week of. Uh, this was not the one where cripple where a quadruple H came. This one was the. Uh, oh, this was the one. Oh shit! What the hell was it? Oh, this is the one where our truth gets the uh, rap career. He sings "What's Up." He wins the talent show, and then Ric Flair's his manager, and then that's all I'll say. And the hilar- let the hilarity ensue. Oh wow! It wasn't the one where Nikki Bella farts in the bed, Vince bursts out through the door and goes, "Yeah, a new girl farted." <laughs> a new girl farted. <laughs> Maybe maybe in season three we can get Truth and Enzo in a wrap-off. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, speaking of get the what's fuck up? out What's up? My consensual penis is what's up. My consensual <laughs> penis? I'm reincarnated! Oh. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of get the fuck out of here, as we are recording this, tonight is Impact Under Pressure. Push it down on me. Push it down on me. Do you know what matches we have for this card tonight? No. I No, I'm not going to pretend. No. <laughs> we got Tessa Blanchard versus Madison Rain. Why you gotta be so mundane. We got Pentagon Jr. versus Austin Aries for the Impact World Championship. Spoiler alert, Pentagon loses. We got Sue Young and Allie, which that promo was a great build on a last rights match for the Knockouts Championship. We got... Brian Cage versus Desmond Xavier, and the winner is going to get a title shot at the X Division Championship. So big old Brian Cage, who's athletic, is going to probably get a shot at the X Division Championship. Who the X Division Champion right now is is Matt Seidel. So Brian Kendrick and Matt Seidel will probably be in our future. Brian Kendrick, Brian Cage, excuse me. Brian Kendrick went back. What's he doing? (laughs) He's a man with a plan. (laughs) Excuse me. So probably going to get Brian Cage and um, Matt Seidel. We're also going to get former tag team partners implode as Eli Drake goes one-on-one with Scott Steiner. Yay. And I guess where Eli Drake's going. Oh, you see, well, this is probably the Eli Drake farewell tour. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much one of the mat- most of the matches that we got for this week on uh, Under Pressure. Dun, 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 dun. Let me go down to the bar and grill for this press conference, man. (laughs) Well, by the time you're all listening to this, obviously that event's already happened, and as you can tell, we're looking forward to it. Well, not. Psych. I mean, we should have done what we did with um, Slammiversary last year and just made up our own card, or Bound for Glory, whatever it was. Whatever it was. (laughs) only got one thing to say next week's dominion next yes. week is Dominion. Ha, ha, ha. that's the difference we've under pressure you get meh and then with dominion you get a tim allen ha, ha, ha. manly grunt because gus jericho is not tranquilo he's fucking crazy wait a minute you said tim allen there so technically gentlemen uh you would get the grunt for new japan but for impact you get Ooh! <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love classic TV references. <laughs> okay, um, where were we up to on SmackDown? Um, I think we pretty well did. We cover it all. Yeah, just covered the main event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we covered it all. Um, okay, we haven't done this for a few weeks, so I'll do the match times. Um, I can't do Raw because they don't have the match times. Obviously, they fell asleep watching it as well. So, (laughs) 
Form hast du das gemacht, dann. Ähm... <lacht> 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 41 32. Uh, with wow. 2.5 mm -hmm. million, well, it's 2,495,000. Oh, gentlemen, wow. they announced the tournament brackets for the UK tournament coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, have you got the brackets? Well, I'm trying to find it, but I'm not, I don't <laughs> watching the video. Wait, hold on, wait a minute. Here it is, okay. So we have, I'm sorry, I was trying to find a photo because that was just taking me to the matches that happened at the Download Festival. I'm like, that's not what I'm trying to talk about. But I, <laughs> but here's the bracket. Zach Gibson takes on Amir Jordan. Mm -hmm. Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher. Flash Morgan Webster and James Drake. Tyson uh, T-Bone against Jordan Devlin. Tucker against Joe Coffey. Dave Mastiff against Kenny Williams. Laguero against Travis Banks. And Ashton Smith against Joseph Connors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few recognizable names. Um I don't know why Joe Gulak's in it, he's American. <laughs> um what was I gonna say? Uh Flash Morgan Webster uh jumped out to me because he's Welsh. Only Welsh guy in the in the tournament. Uh and then it's like half English, half Scottish. Tra Travis Banks also is from New Zealand. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously he wrestles on a lot of UK indie promotions. Uh, again, I Drew Gulak is baffling me. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, the first round is taking place at the Download Festival, uh, June eighth and tenth, and then it's quarterfinals and then semifinals, and then the final are going to be on the two days. Nice. I'm sorry, man. I got confused for a second, but yeah, that's <laughs> that was that was that was the bracket. Okay, and. I'm I'm really looking forward to see who, out of those guys who do you want to see fight Pete Dunne for the UK title? Uh, I think Zach Gibson's a strong contender. Um, Dave Mastiff obviously is a brute. Uh, Joe Coffey jumps out to me. Yeah, Joe Coffey. Uh, he's a two-time ICW world champion. How about Kenny Williams? Oh, yeah. Uh, Legaro has another possibility. Yeah, uh, Legaro. Uh He's not really Mexican, people. Imagine if Gulak, <laughs> the only U.S. participant in this, wins, and Pete Dunne versus Drew Gulak. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Phoenix, who are you going for? Who do you want to see win, or who do you think is going to fight Pete Dunne? Hmm. 
No idea. <laughs> Too many. Um... Okay. There's Zach Gibson, Amir Jordan, Gulak, Gallagher, Flash Morgan Webster, James Drake, Tyson T-Bone, Jordan Devlin, Tucker, Joe Coffey, Dave Mastiff, Kenny Williams, Legaro, Travis Banks, Ashton Smith, Joseph Connors. You just watched them say that Tucker is Jack Gallagher's brother because his real name is Paul Gallagher. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking I did Gulak or Gallagher for some reason. Okay. Mm. Um, well, I'm not going to spoil it for people, but that match um, has actually already taken place. Hmm. No spoilers. <laughs> no speak English. Oh, I don't know. I'm confused now because it says that was a qualifying match, but obviously they both qualified because they were against each other again in the, the first round, so I don't know. Just, just hmm. why you got to confuse us? Why do you want to play your games on me like Chucky Booker? The information is confusing me. I'm um, just, just plain old confused, man. Yeah. Uh, so I, we've also got that weekend. We've got Shawn Michaels there. We've got all the NXT championships on the line, including the North American, uh, which is Adam Cole's first defense. Well, second. Second. I would have thought so. Oh. Nice. Uh, so that is a couple of days after Money in the Bank, so we'll, we'll be covering that in a few weeks. Okay, uh, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we'll discuss everything else that's been going on this week. But before we do go anywhere, uh, just remember, you can catch up with all the latest news, episodes, and history of Max Wrestling at maxwrestling.net. And at Max Wrestling UK on all social media. We'll be right back after this little teaser for Throne Zone Season 2. There's no need for a battle. Thousands of men don't need to die. I don't believe that giants and ghouls and white walkers are lurking beyond the wall. Just begun. Relive the story so far. Throne Zone Season 2, coming this summer from Danger Zone Productions. I'll take it to the end. I'll take it to the other side. I'll hear it screaming. It's coming out. Ring of Honor's best in the world, man. Top matches have been announced for that. Uh, they have the international television taping Saturday, June 2nd, already signed. We have Dalton Castle versus Ultimo Guerrero for the Ring of Honor World Championship. We got the Bullet Club's Adam Page and the Young Bucks versus Punishment Martinez and ROH World Tag Team Champions, the Briscoes. We got the American Nightmare Cody versus Titan. No count out, no disqualification. We got Cheeseburger versus Bully Ray. We got Jay Lethal versus Chuck T. We got Kenny King versus Jonathan Gresham. And then on June 29th, we got Ring of Honor World Championship announced as we're going to get Dalton Castle versus Cody versus Marty Skrull for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Yeah. And we got tag titles on the line as the Briscoes defend against the Young Bucks. Yes. Um, and of course, was it? I don't know what event it was, but it was uh, Nick Aldis, a.k.a. Magnus. Mm-hmm. Uh, announcing that it's going to be title, title if Cody becomes our weight world champion at all in. See, that's cool. I would be interested in that. That also supports our claim that title, well, obviously, a title's going to change hands, so obviously it could go either way. 
Um, but obviously, support our claim that Cody could win the NWA Championship. Hmm. And finally, bring some prestige back to NWA. Phoenix. Yeah. Agreed. Magnus or Cody Rhodes? Who are you going with? You can't say Um. That. I'm sorry, Cody. <laughs> Imagine a little bit more towards Cody. Now, since coming up to the end, he's really, you know, got himself over and improved a lot, and he. Oh yeah, Cody's on well, fire. You okay. Know, you know what I never understood. Okay. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, WWE won't allow him to use Cody Rhodes, but why didn't he just use Cody Runnels? I don't get it either. I mean, that's his real family name. Well, if, okay. Since you say. We can't say Rhodes. So we, should we be saying something at NXT TakeOver Chicago? Because guess what their theme song is? Oh. Um, Fuzzy. Painless. Painless. Who used it first? We Who did. Who used it first? We did. Uh, actually, your suggestion. Yes. Yes, it was. So, um, you just watched them use... Um, for Fallen Dreams for the next NXT TakeOver. And then they're definitely copying us. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about Dominion? and You know, Phoenix, did you see the card as well for Dominion? Because we discussed it the other week. Did you see the uh, card for the Dominion uh, pay-per-view next week? No. Okay, <laughs> so um, this is like the second biggest New Japan pay-per-view of the year. Uh, hopefully we're going to cover it in two weeks. With a new episode mm-hmm. of New Japan mm-hmm. Match Wrestling. Um, so the pay per view is a week on Saturday, so we're doing uh, four predictions for it next week, but we'll talk about it now because obviously the main event is Okada Omega 4. No time limit. Oh, best the, out of three. Two, two, uh, yeah, two out of three falls. Yeah. Get those seven stars ready, Melsa. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it is a solid, solid card. Also, we got, as we've talked about plenty of times, Jericho and Naito. Um, fuck face. Fuck face. <laughs> we still don't know the opponents for Rey Mysterio or Will Ospreay. All we know is, obviously, it's Rey's um, big comeback match in Japan. And it's uh, Ospreay's defending the Junior Heavyweight Championship. And I'd like to see somebody from ROH just make a surprise appearance to challenge him. Um, Flip Gordon. Yes, let's do Flip Gordon Osprey. Jesus. We will literally have people falling out of their seats. They'll think it's in 3D. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've also got... Los Unpronounceables de Japón. Sorry, Ingo. Ingo, Ingo see, it's unpronounceable. <laughs> Ingo Benavides. <laughs> uh, defending the IWGP Tag Team Championships against the Young Bucks. Because any big pay-per-view with a Tag Team Championship match, you're probably going to have to mention the Young Bucks. They're in everything. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, we've also got the Never Openweight Championship on the line. Hiroki Goto defending against Michael Elgin and Taichi. And yeah, that's the card so far. Six matches. And as far as Michael Elgin goes, Big Mike! Big Mike! 
uh, again, former RWA guy, uh, RWA, ROHK, what the fuck is RWA? <laughs> That's Impact's new name. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that would be the merger of Ring of Honor and the National Wrestling Alliance, RWA. RWA. Uh, yeah, so hopefully we can do a New Japan episode on that in a couple of weeks. I'm definitely looking forward to it for our predictions next week. Maybe we can have a couple more matches announced in that time. Who knows? Now, are you ready to talk about the goodness that is NXT? Oh, it's like a ray of sunlight when somebody says NXT. Yes. Uh, yes, another good episode. Um, first of all, I... Actually, no, we'll talk about the women at the end because I did close the show. So, first of all, Alistair Black um, and Lars Sullivan kicking off. Um, I liked it. I like showing the dominance that is Lars Sullivan. And then with the freak accent, he catches the black mask kick, and I'm looking forward to that main event at TakeOver. Hmm. See, I'm not too sure if it's actually going to main event the show. Um. I think it would probably, yeah, that's, you actually, you're right about that, because I could see Gargano and Ciampa main eventing again. Oh, yeah, they have to main event again. Um, <laughs> I also love Gargano just walking past EC3 mid-match, handing on the contract. There we go, matches made, and ec is like, mm, okay. Now, do you see that being a EC3's first big feud in NXT, EC3 versus Johnny Gargano? I don't know, because I can't really decide if he's, if he's a face or a heel. He's kind of in between right now. Uh, still hate his music. Top 1%. Yeah, I mean, parts of it are good. That bit's catchy, but... Uh, trouble was still better. Phoenix, Trouble or Top 1%? Which is the better theme? Um, Trouble. Yeah. I think um, I, I haven't listened to his NXT one all the way through, but I've heard like a couple of bits here and there. What do you think about Alistair Black and Laura Sullivan for the NXT Championship, my dude? Uh, can't wait. I think um, CFO I, money have got lazy I'm since not... Jim Johnson left. Yes. Mm. <clears throat> Let's just let Nakamura's band do all the music. <laughs> All in Japanese. Okay. That really has grown on me. Just the yelling <laughs> that he comes down and I don't I'm like, I don't even know what they're saying, but it's awesome. <laughs> uh, rough 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 translation is here comes a man to kick you in the balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or me too. Make sure you wear Make sure you're wearing a cup. Yes. yes. Yeah. Last last ball standing. What uh, I got this as well. Did you like the match? Because we talked about EC3. What did you think about him uh, wrestling the great Fabian Eichner, who was in the Cruiserweight Classic? Yeah, I mean, it was what it was. Um, nothing really special. Obviously, Gargano turning up kind of took away from it a little bit. Um, but it wasn't really an EC3 dominate, dominating performance that I was expecting. So it was kind of back and forth. Like, especially when he was distracted by Gargano and um, Fabian just comes leaping off the fucking top rope. Okay, for a big dude, he, he is extremely athletic. Yeah. Like a lot of big guys in WWE, surprisingly. Very true, very true. Hmm. Uh, 
what I also got to say is, what do you think about this week? We had another inside look, in-depth look, if you will, at one Bianca Belair. Oh, man, I'm enjoying it. Me too. I... They are making it look like a star. The girl's only been wrestling for two years, and she's amazing. She is. She is very good. Very, as they say, she's the fastest rising, whatever. Um, she, yeah. I kind of picture her as an improved version of Sasha Banks and Dakota Kai is like an improved version of Bailey. <laughs> Phoenix, what do you think about that girl, Bianca Belair? She's got that whip in her hair and she's just whipping it all day, every day. As long as you don't whip it back and forth, I'm good. Oh, uh, yeah, that too. Yeah. What do you think, Phoenix? Um, I don't know. I haven't really been following it. <laughs> I, don't follow, I don't follow NXT. a lot. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to catch up. I just don't have a lot of time. <laughs> All right. Well, Des, I got to say this as well. Yeah. War Raiders killing everybody again, man. Yeah, I still hate the name. They're, they're War Machine. Yeah, I hate the name too. And I like how everybody's shouting Raiders, 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 Raiders. <laughs> trying to get it to catch on. Yeah, uh, it's going to take a while to catch on. Well, yeah, man, they're trying to do, like, the subway, $5 foot long. It's catching on. Not really. <laughs> but, I mean, if we look back at, like, uh, Hideo Itami and Finn Balor, we weren't used to calling them that, obviously, because it was Devitt and Kenta, but um, we got used to it pretty quickly, to be fair. So may- maybe it'll grow on us. Uh, or, or maybe they just could have picked a better name than Raiders. Because how do you raid a war? I know, but I thought it was terrible. They're always going to be War Machine to me, but something that I can get used to and has grown on me, and I like her a lot, Lacey Evans, the first lady of NXT, just the women's rat, and I think I just I like it, man, besides being a beautiful woman. I mean, she's just, the girl's got that it factor about her, and we're going to see her in the rubber match with Kyrie Sane next week. Yeah, I can see NXT kind of positioning her as like a, a replacement for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, which is taking them about two years, <laughs> two three years. <laughs> well, um, yeah, man. It was a strong week for the women this week. Um, Shayna and Dakota again had a great match as well. I really did enjoy that. You know what it is? It was what it needed to be. It needed to be Shayna dominating, Dakota getting the hope spots, and then yeah. Shayna choking out. And then the awesome ending, thanks to uh, Nikki Cross. That girl is. Nuts. She's like smiling and laughing and squatting around like a little gremlin. Well, <laughs> I gotta say this. Dakota! And you're the referee. You're the referee. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nikki Cross hits the three down the credenza. One, two, three. You didn't win! You didn't beat me! Give me back my title! Oh, I can't wait for the match. <laughs> it's just, she's the best one to have go against Shayna. Match the craziness, match the stiffness. It's a match of epic proportions. I don't know if you can match that I love craziness. crazy chicks. I don't yes. know if you can match that craziness. Shayna was just like freaked out. So I don't want no part of this. <laughs> but yeah, well, that, that turnaround, you're the referee. Whoa, whoa, what? Well, speaking of what, 
Donovan Dijak makes his NXT debut against Ricochet this week. Do you know what? I didn't realize how over he was. Um, that choke slam on the hardest part of the ring, the springboard elbow, the moonsault. But I got to say, man, I'm liking it. And by the way, Impact fans, where's Donovan Dijak? <laughs> yeah, the thing that made me realize how big he or how recognized he was was um, the second the music hit and the little graphics appeared on the screen, you could very, very clearly hear one woman screaming, Oh my God! <laughs> yes! I heard that woman. You're right. <laughs> okay, we found Dijak's biggest fan. Well, he's wrestling as his real name now in NXT, Chris Dijak. Yeah. But man, if only everybody now, could have that reaction on their debut. Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> Not not to be confused with the bad influence. Oh my god! Yes. Or uh, now, Joey Styles. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Yes. Now Ricochet cuts the promo on the Velveteen Dream, and then the man comes out. He says, "Baby," and he gotta get that spotlight on your beautiful face. And I'm just like, I'm intrigued. And the Velveteen Dream is talking about anything you Chicago. The dream could do better. I'll see you in Chicago. Ricochet does the flip. That was you... insane. It's nice. I, I'm i glad somebody made a gif of it because I watched it 20 times. <sighs> like, he literally did a freaking plancho over the top rope. Landed flat on his feet on the ramp and just walked up to him. <laughs> I, I, what? And, and Velveteen Dream's face was priceless. It was. I've never seen Velveteen Dream in shock before. I really can't wait for the match. Apart from when he saw who won tough enough, but still. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Oh, did I tell you also, what did I see? Oh my god, it was on. It was, oh, Laurel Van Ness, Chelsea Green. Yeah. Uh, she posted it on her Instagram story, and I've been. this is where I became friends with him. It was her and ZZ in a photo together. It's fucking ZZ. And don't get me wrong, I thought he was funny with the Gators, but then we have Sarah Logan now talking about her hunting, so we really don't need ZZ. So, <sighs> he sucked, yeah. and it was it was going to be a time that he got released, but the Wookiee himself, Mr. Josh, screwed himself. He screwed the pooch on himself, the winner there. And you can pretty much say that the only real tough enough guy that really had, like, you know, who was the winner, actually wasn't the winner, but the... Sorry, Phoenix, but The Miz was probably one of the best ones to come from that Tough Enough, or just Tough Enough in general, besides Johnny Mundo, who is now going to be on Survivor. Yeah. Um, I've, I've always thought Tough Enough as a joke. I know, but I'm saying out of uh, the ones, Miz had the best one from that Tough Enough. Now, and there, the Tough Enough. There, there was some pretty big uh, legend news in the last 24 hours or so. And I said, a certain somebody has joined Instagram. Who's that? Somebody who's never really been seen in public as himself for a long time. It's The Undertaker. Undertaker is now on Instagram. The Undertaker is on Instagram. Yes, and and it's been verified. And followed by Michelle. What is his Instagram name? Or just The Undertaker or The Underscore? Just Undertaker. Phoenix! (laughs) Yes. Um, let me get on it now I, there's only one post so far it's just an old picture of him as the Undertaker and it simply says the dead man 
So maybe we'll you get see, some gym videos from Taker this time. Now you see, all right. I say the Miz, and he gets angry, and I mentioned the Undertaker, and it's just like a breath of fresh air for you, Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah. You just want to watch. Okay, if the Undertaker comes back and has a match with the Miz, and you just see the Undertaker tombstone the Miz like Nelly and Tim McGraw over and over again, would that make you happy? As long as it takes Miz off TV, yes. <laughs> there you are. And there you are. Uh, he's following two people. Who's that? One is obviously Michelle McCool. Uh, the other is Texas football. Well, yeah. He's a Texan boy. Um, it's only he's. I think he's only been on it for like, oh, he's been on it two days uh, from the time of this recording, and he's got eighty-two, just over eighty-two thousand followers. Nice. Whoa, in two days. <laughs> well, he is, he is the Undertaker, and he's never been in public it's before. The Undertaker. Hmm. True. Um, and the first post I saw that actually post- posted this news that I saw was uh, Kayfabe is dead, Undertaker's on Instagram. Kayfabe's been dead a long time. Yeah. I don't even know what to say because I'm still in shock that The Undertaker's on Instagram. <laughs> I really don't know, which is very cool, but I wasn't expecting to see him on uh, Instagram. Hot damn. No, I mean, there's been a few fake Twitter profiles over the years, but, yeah, this is actually yeah. Undertaker, apparently. Nice. Uh, oh, and by the way, it was, a, it was a hockey game. Dean Ambrose was that. Was it a hockey game? It was, a, yeah. Okay. So, hopefully we'll see Ambrose back soon. Oh, Phoenix, I got to ask you a question. What do you think about, I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but I got to get your thoughts. Smackdown, right. Smackdown moving to Fridays next year. Okay. I'm just saying they're moving, man. Oh, fucks. Again? Yes. Why? Because <laughs> Fox. Because Fox. That's why Phoenix. Is a Fox. Alicia <laughs> <laughs> Fox. Yes, we we made our um, feelings on the matter felt pretty clear last week. Um, yes. Also, the news this week was um, Fox owner Rupert Murdoch has apparently told Vince McMahon that uh, USA Network is embarrassed by the product, and that's how they managed to get SmackDown. Okay. Oh, okay. they're, emba- they're embarrassed by the product, but yet yeah, then they're only after SmackDown and not Raw. No, no, no. He told Vince that USA was embarrassed by the product, and that's how he managed to get it for Fox. Okay. Even though Raw's the more embarrassing show. Yeah. Meh. Oh, I got something to say. This is kind of not related, but what'd you think about Batista in this new movie, Everest, that he's in? Honestly, I haven't heard about it. Okay, he plays... Uh, me neither. Okay, well, he's in this new movie called Everest. He's kind of, like, defending whatever this is, and he's kind of like this officer cop. I don't even know, but I just know he kicks ass in, and it looks pretty good. Mm, okay. All right, I have to send it to you, but I didn't know you'd go in this Batista thing. 
Oh, yeah, he's doing his Batista thing. Do we ever see him coming back to wrestle? Not full-time. No. Um, there was something going around last week as well about whether or not The Rock would ever come back full-time, and obviously no. He's, like, got a new film out every three months. Yeah. Okay. He's, uh, he, he posted that uh, video, The Rock, didn't he, about him signing the biggest contract of his career or something. Yeah. Oh, I am so done right now. All right. Well, first of all, before I get to what I'm so done with, I have to ask you guys as well. So Bruce Pritchard is back on the network. He's doing something to wrestle with with Conrad Thompson. So it's pretty much, uh, if, if, you, if you've listened to something to wrestle with their podcast, it's just pretty much what we see on the WWE Network is their podcast just with their faces. Yeah. So this week they got John Cena. They're talking about John Cena's career and his rise and his ascension in the WWE. Have you guys seen any of the something else to wrestle with on the network? No, I haven't got much time no. for Bruce Pritchard. You you don't love him, Daz? No. <laughs> now, what I'm so done with is there's this new video. It's friggin' it's you know how John Cena would do these things where he would like, you know, read tweets and stuff and he would do this and talk about whatever. Yeah. There's a yeah. video out for Vanity Fair, where John Cena teaches you trucker slang. What? There's a I gotta send this to you. There's a video. Vanity Fair did it. It's a video of John Cena teaching you trucker slang, like trucker talk. Okay. He's in his suit, wearing a yellow, his blue suit with a yellow ass tie, and he's talking about trucker slang. Oh, John. He wants to wrestle the Velvet Tea Tree. <laughs> oh. oh, John. Oh, John. <laughs> John, John, John. Okay. I, I, you, you have no half. You know how new. You guys have no idea how happy I am that the total bell is. The viewership is going down, 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 just because everybody is sick and tired of their bullshit. I don't give a damn about their relationship. You have no idea how happy I am that the viewership is going down, down, down. And nobody me, gives me it to <sighs> Fuck it. Just fuck it, all right, man? Just just fuck it. Fuck it all the hell. Fuck it. Just fuck it. <laughs> Phoenix, let them know. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck total ballots. <laughs> fuck it all. Uh, okay. Fuck total ballots. Fuck total ballots. Fuck total divas. Fuck the fucking all of them. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Phoenix. Because guess what's coming later in the year, by the way. Um, oh, Miss, fuck that. Miss fuck it. it. <laughs> fuck it. No, I'll, I'll I'm be, not. I'll be front seat I'm not for the season it. premiere. See, I will. See, I will watch and that because. You. Wow. <laughs> so, see, I actually want to see that because that actually looks good. I don't care about Cena and Nikki's relationship, but I definitely want to see the Miz's. Because hmm. they come off actually as real and that they love each other. John Cena and Nikki Bella comes off as a soap opera. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one last thing I need to ask you about, Mike, because you're more familiar with the indies and stuff. Okay. Um, obviously, Diana Parasso is in the Mae Young Classic. Oh, really? That's what I read. Oh, in the inaugural my young classic, she was in. My bad. Oh. Um, but obviously she's still signed to ROH. Coming from Ringside News, 
who usually get their source from um, the Wrestling Observer. We all know who that means. <sighs> yes. Well, they're reporting that she's signed with WWE today. Diana Perrazzo. Wow. Now, you see, that would be a great inset in, you know, insertion into the whole Mae Young Classic 2 tournament. And Deanna's an asset, so I, I really think Deanna Perrazzo would be great there. Deanna Perrazzo is also with Marty Skrull. Yeah. So I'm interested. I'm invested. I think she's a great talent, and she'll do well. We also got Io Shirai from uh, Stardom, looks to be WWE bound, and who's going to be in the Mae Young Classic too, so that'll be cool. Hmm. So if you get those two in there, I'm already hooked because I like Deanna Perrazzo. I've seen Deanna Perrazzo wrestle live back in New York and she's amazing I've seen her work in Ring of Honor NXT when she wrestled on Impact so yeah she's good yeah so apart from the Mae Young Classic I think the last time she was on uh, one of the main shows was 2016 mm -hmm. I think it was Smack oh, Smackdown yeah against Alexa Bliss but the, the, girl match, the match never actually happened because Bliss beat her up so they've officially announced that she's done with Ring of Honor and they, that she signed or she, that she is WWE bound? Um, all I saw was a headline that WWE signed uh, Deanna. So let me just click on the article and see what it says. Um, WWE have signed 23-year-old Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, stop scrolling down because all I can see is adverts and they're blocking what I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I oh, get, yeah. Um, Squared Circle Sirens reports that Parato will report to the WWE Performance Center in Orlando in just a few weeks. Man, that, that's a great addition. I mean, just. Uh, so when's the Mayhem Classic? June? Oh, wait, well, that, well, not in June. I think it should be in August that they're aiming for. But we'll probably see her on NXT TV because she'll be a great, great asset to the NXT Women's Division. Okay, so if that's in August and she's going to. Uh, start in a few weeks that would be about the right time okay and now I'm going to say this as well Phoenix yeah Diana Peraza what do you think <laughs> we're uh... just going to keep asking you about stuff you don't follow <laughs> I'll, I'll be optimistic and... okay now I'm also going to be optimistic because a couple weeks ago and this will be my last thing I got to say all right so, remember a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Kelly Klein possibly doing a Rise show, Des? Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't think she's going to go you-know-where. Yeah. And number two, that person that we just mentioned, Deanna Perrazzo, who is apparently now signed to WWE. According to Ringside News. According to Ringside News, yes, and Squirrel Circle Sirens. So, Deanna Perrazzo did a Rise show, and she was with Ring of Honor, correct? Like Kelly Klein? Yeah. They're not going to Impact. Just because somebody wrestles on a Rise show does not mean that they're going to go to Impact. And just because Chris Jericho retweets and likes to troll people on Twitter does not mean he's going to Impact Wrestling. Thank you very much. Yeah, Chris Jericho liked Enzo's rap. Doesn't mean Enzo's going to New Japan. Oh. Well, <laughs> I would just like to see anybody kick Enzo Moore's ass. Excuse me, real one. Hmm. Chris Jericho is a bit of a fighter in real life. I mean, he squared up to Brock Lesnar. Okay. If Chris, yeah, yes. If Chris Jericho... I'm Brock. Code Breakers 
Enzo Moray over and over again, that is a plus. Because yeah. he's fucking crazy. Uh, and that's well, all I got to say about that. Yeah, and I think that's pretty much everything covered. Uh, the only other name that we've seen linked, actually we talked about it last week, the two names that we saw linked to full-time WWE contracts are Tony Storm and Shirai. Yeah. Well, Hopefully Tony all of this is true and we get a stronger women's division. Well, Tony Storm, just just take my money, man. I love <laughs> I, I'll say a butcher line, take my money. I love Tony Storm. Yeah, and the girl's 22. She's fucking amazing. Isn't hey, Phoenix? 22 as well. Yes. Hey, Phoenix. Jeez. Mm? <laughs> Tony, Tony Storm. Uh, once again, I'm open-minded, so I'll be optimistic. <laughs> That's the best answer for any question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, uh, before we go anywhere, remember the next time we bring you a trivia special will be the second anniversary of the Knowledge Championship. On June 30th at Trivia Takeover 3.0 Pick Your Poison. Each participant for the title will get to choose the type of trivia in each round until only the champion remains. And we're also bringing back the special tradition of everybody on the show cutting a promo on a wrestler of their choice. And as we said last week, we will announce the second theme song this week, which is Destruction of Kings by Devin Williams, taken from the album of the same name, and that is available right now on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, speaking of Trivia Takeover 3, I'm uh, sure the Phoenix will be there. Are you going to be bringing that briefcase along with you? Yeah, just stand right in front of Mike, make sure he's on edge. <laughs> I only got one thing to say to that. Actually, two things. Number one, well, Phoenix equals Baron Corbin. No, 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 scratch that. Phoenix equals Damian Sandow. Oh, you keep thinking that, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. You're welcome. Well, oh. you should be, well, technically speaking, you should be happy with that because Damian Sandow had a longer match with John Cena than Baron Corbin had a longer match with Jinder Mahal. <laughs> True. He had a valiant effort. I scratched it and not said Baron Corbin because Baron Corbin got rolled up like that. On the downside, though, he'd yeah. already beat the crap out of Cena before the match even started, and he's still hey, taking that long to beat him. That's very true. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to get a little positive. Thanks to a distraction who originally lost his first, the first cash in money in the bank cash in, John Cena. Yes. Mm. So I was trying to be positive and optimistic before you had to say, oh, well, Damian Sand, I'll beat John Cena before that. I was trying to be optimistic because it was a very good match, but yes. The detriment is he beat down Cena, and he still lost, because you know why? It's John fucking Cena. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, maybe he can have a successful cash-in, you know, like The Miz. Oh! <laughs> really? Of all the successful cash-ins you had to go with that, cunt? You, you just used his catchphrase. You did? You just said really? <laughs> Uh, well folks thank you for listening don't forget you can find us at Max Wrestling on SoundCloud and Podomatic uh, also look for us on YouTube iTunes and Stitcher and of course on Facebook at Max Wrestling UK and everybody's welcome to join the interactive group on Facebook which is of course at facebook.com slash groups slash Max Wrestling Interactive 
And you can find me at Dazzy MWP. Mike is available at at SM Show One or at MCL92 on the Twitter machine or SoundCloud.com slash MCLarkin92. And of course, our guest this week, the Iron Bank contract holder, the Phoenix. Find me on the evil Twitter machine at the Phoenix 626. You can find him there, but he doesn't tweet. Not very often. (laughs) And of course, we keep reminding you to look up the other shows from Danger Zone Productions because they are coming back soon. Um, The first season of Throne Zone is available right now where we went through the whole uh, previous season of Game of Thrones, season 7. The next season, we will be looking back at each part, uh, each season of Game of Thrones per episode. Uh, so you can find all that at Thronezone UK. And Hidden Gems will be relaunching soon again as Screen Gems. You can catch up with that at DV Screen Gems for the first seven episodes. Join us next week for Dominion produ- Predictions. He, 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 he. <laughs> And that's the bottom line, bitch. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you, bitch. I'm going to let the Phoenix choose him. Go, Phoenix. Fuck, Miz and Mrs. That's not two words. <laughs> that's not two words. I was hoping you were going to go with I'm optimistic. Or under pressure. Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Hey!